Hi, this is Melissa Wood Tepperberg, and this is the Move with Heart podcast. Are you ready? <laughs> and just breathe it all in. I want to talk. I can't lie. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be short, sweet, and very spicy. And we're going to get right into it because apparently some of you think I talk too much. <laughs> Tegan from Half-Bake Harvest is just incredible. This girl has a die-hard following, and we share her history growing up. I always love getting to know where someone came from. I find it so interesting, and Tegan's story is so interesting and inspiring, and how she works with her mother, how she built her company, her wildly successful blog, and... She is now the author of many cookbooks. We talk about comparison in the creator space, how we both have our love for keeping our legs up the wall at night. We talk all about labels and her relationship with social media. This is a good one, guys. I feel like gearing up to have you here, I just had so many questions, but even just like spending the day with you and yeah we've spent the we've spent day we've been together, together all day you guys we know each other <laughs> okay we're like besties over here well i mean it was just like an instant it connection. was it, and i and think that's the best and that's when you know it just when you click with someone you're yeah. just like i click with someone right well that i feel like you and i both felt that online which is so interesting right how right. you can feel those connections online with yeah. people I think so too. I think we probably both don't sit on our phones all day long and watch everybody's Instagram stories. And so when you do connect with someone online, I think it's actually rare. It is. Because you, 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 you're you really feeling something through a screen that like most people are just showing highlight reels and you mm-hmm. don't really – but like it's not the case I don't think with either of us. Mm-mm. So we show it all and I think that's really where we connected. A hundred percent. And – We, I think the hardest thing for me being with you today was just like not talking, not talking about everything because I really wanted to savor this moment of because you're so interesting. You are. I'm actually the most boring person. No, you're not. You're, you, you are not. Okay. And you're hilarious, but that's another thing. She doesn't think she's funny, but I'm like, that's when people are funny, right? When they don't. Tell me a joke and I'll sit funny. there and stare at your face like, what are you talking it's about? It's your delivery. You have like a very like yeah. blunt but like dry. It's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad coming out of me. It's good. I think having you here and really like observing what you do. Because like you have a beast of a business and you're so young. You're Younger. so young. You're young <laughs> and you like look at you. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. When I know this started 10 years ago. Yeah. But if you can just share like the inspiration behind Half Fake Harvest, you have three books. Three books. Three New York Times best selling cookbooks. Yes. That is freaking amazing. Thank you. How does it feel? Just like, give me, give me some, give it to me. You know, it's funny. I actually just got some really exciting news today and I'm like getting the news and I'm, I'm just like, you need to try to like live in this and be the type of person that doesn't celebrate her like successes enough. And I don't realize, too, I think the things that I've ac- done and accomplished, right? Right. Um, but it's it's incredible. Like, I – it's it's crazy to see. It's crazy. You know, I think that a lot of people, like, think things kind of just happened overnight. There was one thing yes. that really, like, turned the page for me. And it was really just years of slowly building, years of building trust with my community, years of hard work. Yes. You know, it's like people – you got to put in the effort. To, like, actually see results, you know? And one of eight kids. I have six brothers and one little sister. So I'm one of eight. Goodness gracious. <laughs> the number did just change only a year and a half ago. So dinners were crazy when I was a kid. Like, we wouldn't eat until 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night no. sometimes. Yeah, because my dad worked 9 to 5. 
And then he would go, he would play handball after work. My parents have always been very active, very like, you know, everything like that. And just very busy with their lives, right? And my mom, she's always been a stay-at-home mom. She's not your typical stay-at-home mom. She's a busy, busy woman, but... Seven kids growing up. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. There is a lot. But yeah, she was busy. And she... I think she cooked in the start of their marriage, but slowly, like, leaned away from it. And my dad really took that over because she's much more the baker. Mm. And so we would have, like, cookies on the table before we would really have – dinner was even a thought, right? Wow. And um, my dad would get home, and he would get home, I don't know, 7, 7.30 or whatever. And we just – it just was late by the time, like, homework was done and things were – like – it just ended up being later. And we've always, and to this day, we eat later as a family. But yeah, so I got sick of it eventually. And also all we were having was chicken and rice and tacos. Love tacos. <laughs> but you know, right. change it up. So um, also I've always been someone that really wants to work with my hands, be creative, put things together, uh, you know, make things really pretty. And then I was never a school person either. So this was just like a really cooking. I just started cooking for the family to, to finish the question there. I just started cooking for the family. And I, when I started, I kind of never stopped. I would do dinner every single night. And it was like a way I'm like very much of like, I like to, to help people. I like to please people. I like to see, like, I like to make them happy. So I think I really, like, thrived on that. And it was, like, my place in the family that I could kind of help out and, like, you know, help. Right. Um. So I think I loved that. And for those reasons, I kind of just stuck with it throughout most of middle school and high school and never thought anything of it. Never was like, oh, I love cooking or, oh, I want to go into cooking or no. I always said I want to go into fashion. I uh, grew up you know, spending weekends with my grandma, shopping till we dropped, um, (laughs) styling the mannequin. She was a very high-class woman. So styling the mannequin that she, like, had in her closet and playing with her clothes, and we would just do all those things. So I've I've always loved style and make things look really pretty. And she was really good at also do. she was really good at that, and she was really good at entertaining and doing tablescapes and, like, also making things look really pretty. So I learned a lot from her. Um, and I love all that stuff. That's like just, I love it so much. Um, so I think with food or so when I was, so when I was 18, I moved to LA was like, I got, I was going to go to school at the fashion Institute of design and merchandising, lived out there for three months, got a job at Barbizon acting, modeling and talent, working the phones. And, um, I was not a model. Um, did that for three months and was like, nope, I'm not an L.A. girl. I am a small town. Like, fully got homesick. Did it, it just a, feel like too much? Too much. Fully yeah. got homesick. But at the end of the day, it was really the best thing. And my parents are so supportive. They're not like your traditional parents. Like, you got to go to the four-year college. You got to do this. You got to do that. Um. So I came home to Colorado and, like, lost. Like, a little bit lost as, like, an 18-year. Like, what? okay, well, what's the next step, you know? And I'm the type of person that, like, I'm not just going to sit at home and do nothing. And my mom was, at the time, this is when blogs were kind of becoming a thing, and people were kind of making a thing of them, but also just really starting them and starting to have them. And um, my mom was kind of like, why don't you just, like, start a food blog? And, And we didn't even call it a food blog. We just called it a blog. Why don't you just start a blog? And the day that I started, I literally just never, never looked back, never stopped. Wow. Put the first post up, um, continued to post six days a week for, I mean, to this day, I almost post still six days a week. I was going to say, you post a lot. There's a lot of consistency in it. And um, I I just, I never, I I never, I never, I literally never looked back. There was no other like other thought and did I did I think it was going to make money or anything like that I I, I wasn't really thinking I was just doing mm-hmm. and that's how it started oh that's so good did you feel like as you were going like you started to like peel back the layers of discovering like this was 
possibly your thing. Yes, for yeah. sure. I mean, like the, the more you stayed with it, right? Mm, the more, I mean, within this was times were different then. This was, you know, before this was Instagram was a thing. Twitter was more of a thing at the time. Were than you Instagram. on Twitter? I was on Twitter. Yeah. Right. I've always been active on social, um, you know, using the platforms that are, you know, doing things, bringing you audiences, bringing you people. Um, and so I've always been doing that. And then I just kind of like would adapt with the times, right? So, but yeah, from day one, not from day one, but like really honestly, like six months in, we started to see like, I was like, oh, not my, not just my mom is reading this, <laughs> um, you know, and like all of these things. And then within, you know, yeah. So I definitely started to see things get going in that way. But right. it was a lot of consistency. You guys, do you hear that? It, I always say this because no matter what it is in your life that you're striving for, whether it's strengthening your mental health, sculpting muscle tone throughout your entire body, or trying to create something in your life, it's all about consistency. It's, it's consistency for sure. I mean, you say it all the time, I feel like with routines and stuff. Yeah, like, it's the glue that holds everything together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know like what you're saying is possibly in like a different sense of what I drive home. I almost feel like on the daily, but at the end of the day, like when you are desiring something, like what is going to help you get there is staying consistent with the process. Mm-hmm. It's just so true. And especially when you're, when you're, when you're building something and when you're trying to also build it. And I didn't even like think about it this way. So I'm not really like sure how it all worked out. I just wasn't, I just also like, I was at a time in my life too, where it was kind of like, well, I don't have anything to lose. Right. You know? Yes. So why not just go for it and like, just not like, I didn't have anything to lose. And I was very lucky in the way that I did have the support of my parents. I think a lot of, not a lot of people would have that. Um, but you know, it was very helpful in that way. So that's so special. And your parents are still together. Oh yeah. My parents have been together for ever, literally since my mom was 16. Wow. Yeah. So that's, I I love this. And I love like, what's even crazier is that like, they like to be together like all the time, even, (laughs) even now. Like it's, I'm like, it's, 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 it's nothing new to me, but I just know from, like, knowing other people and other relationships, like, that's not always the case. So they have <laughs> right. a very special relationship. That's so special. You're yeah. so lucky to have that. And your so, mom is a big part of So my mom from day harvest, one has been a huge part of day one. Or, yeah, from my mom from day one has been a huge part of Half-Baked Harvest. She is literally, like, the operations behind – at all. I might be your face and the girl that comes up with all the recipes and the creative aspect of it. And, um, you know, I'm a lot of it, but she's also, she's, she's a lot of the, 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 she's everything to the back end. Um, and she built the entire site herself. She, wow. Yep. The entire thing herself. Mom. I want to see more mom. My mom is a like badass. That woman and don't like, she can be scary. She can be <laughs> the kindest human in the world. She's a, so giving. So, I mean, like, she's just, a, she's taught me a lot. Both of my parents have taught me so much. I am, the, the thing that I think I'm luckiest for is my family. Because I don't think that there's any better way to have a good, just like life and a good morals and good everything with, with a really solid family. Yeah. You can tell. I feel like being with you today, you can tell that you come from a nice family. Yeah, I do. And it's cool as like I realize it more and more as I get older because I definitely have taken it for granted. Like, you guys are crazy. Go away. Like, I don't like you. Um, But I realize it more and more because I am so different from – Pretty much every single sibling. You're the middle child. I am the middle child. I'm the middle child. I know. I think that's funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. It is. So what I just, I mean, I feel like as I'm getting 
to learn more about you as a person. You're in New York City right now. Love it's being me. in New York City. Love and you it. came by yourself. Yeah. You're so, there's just like the humility that you have. Like you just carry this very humble nature. Guys, I, I grew up with five brothers. <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing. I love the high class, but like at the root of it, it is not it is not myself. I'm you know? with you, girl. <laughs> so there's a lot of synergies. And where- also I just think that in today's world, even with social media, I think that, you know, there's the celebrity, but there's also the social media celebrity. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks that just because they're watching they're a celebrity. Them, yeah. Even if you are, or even if you have a following, you're just another human. Exactly. You're just Thank there's God nothing more special. Of, I'm sorry to Thank all the celebrities you. out no, there, but like please. there's nothing more special to you than me. You know, and it's it's just it's like you just happen to have a following, or you exactly. just people just happen to know who you are. Oh God, can we play that back? And there, <laughs> please. It's like Mic drop. <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all just normal people with yes. our own issues. Like we all have the issues. Oh, we do. That so. we do. Some people like to share those and some people right. don't. But what I love about you is that you walked in here. Like I think I want people to know more about you because I being with you with a with like a handful of hours, I've learned things. I'm like, I love you more. And Aww. not that you need to be any more loved, but You're lo- so it's sweet. good, right? We want to we'll spread love. We'll talk to my brothers. They might not. <laughs> they be But you, you know, you didn't come with anyone. You know, you did everything yourself. I you were telling me that you were like ordering things that you needed for something. And, and by the way, it's a, like great. Like I'm such a do-it-yourself kind of girl. But yeah. I have really discovered as time goes on, it's like your business grows and your, right, like priorities shift a little bit where like you need to put your energy. I would love to know like how you manage it all. Break it down for us, please, because I think people look at you and they look at your business and they think you're traveling with a team of people and you're having everyone do everything for you. And it's really not the case. And not that you put that energy out there. yet, but it definitely needs to start. My mom's like, I'm on the phone with her. She's like, you need to have someone travel with you. I think you do too, just after what you told me. She's like, this is crazy. You need to have someone travel with you. But so here's my thing. So yes, I am really, I'm such a do-it-yourselfer. I'm such a control freak. Um, And I think some of it is good. And I think some of it, I'm learning to get better at, you know, you need, you need to have a team. You need to let some people do things for you so that you can put your, as you just said, you can put your energy into the things that really matter for where you need to focus on. Right. There have been some things that I've always been really good about. And that is the content piece of it and making sure that that is my focus. Um, and that creating content is quality content, creating quality content is where my bread and butter is. And that's what my, that's what I need to be making sure I'm mostly focusing on. Um, but what I've also learned in the past few years is I, I, I also focus on the business side of it a lot too, right? So there are two pieces of it and we are slowly growing a team and I'm slowly letting up, letting control go. It's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think a lot of people will tell you that, that it is really, really hard. And building a team, a good team, is so hard. It is. Um, But in terms of my actual creative process, you know, you guys are talking about the cameras and things like that. And there's some things that I could do more efficiently, for sure, if I just, like, maybe took a little bit more time to, like, research a better tripod, for instance, (laughs) instead of putting the camera on a chair. Um. (laughs) But, um, like, that's, I think, where I have the hardest time, like, letting go of control. Like, could I have someone doing my dishes all day long as I'm cooking? Are you doing sure. them? No. I'm, okay. I don't do my dishes. I don't do my dishes. Um, But, like, having someone in the kitchen with me, like, doing prep, mm-hmm. could I have that? Absolutely. Do I have that? No. It is me filming. It is me editing. It – well – my brother does edit down my videos. He puts the reels together. Oh, he does. He has, since day one, any any type of video format, 
So there's been some things since day one that I've always said, that's not my thing. I'm not doing that. Um, the back end of the site, I'm not very like, like tech oriented. I don't want to do that. Like right. I would have done that, but I didn't, I was lucky in the way that I did not need to do that. And that is something that I think that has really, um, having my mom there to do that techie stuff. Um, and the nitty gritty, we, we honestly, we call it the shit work. Um, it's- the nitty gritty that, um, I think helped me be able to excel at a quicker pace, which I'm so thankful for. Not that we really like excelled at this crazy fast pace, 10, 10 years. So, right. um, and there's still so, so many mountains I still have to climb. Like there's still so much more. I'm so excited. Um, but I think that there have been some things that I've been said. I'm not a video editor. Like Kai, you are incredible at, he's my brother's Your a brother. Film. Yeah. My brother is a videographer. Um, so I'm lucky in that way because I have that piece of it. And what back when, you know, videos on Instagram were more um, formal or whatever, and mm-hmm. we were doing not just reels, uh, he would he would film them, he would do all of that. But now I film, and then he you, edits them down. Can I ask, just do you put clips. them in a Dropbox? We put them in a Dropbox, okay. yeah. I feel like people want to know, like I know for, for me, like even having you here, I'm like, it's so helpful for people who are interested in the yeah. space too to understand. Yeah, if you have teams, we things like we we transfer and Dropbox are so key. Um, and you know, yeah, that's how I so I transfer all of those videos over to him pretty much every single night because I'm right. doing new content every day. Um, I mean, my Instagram stories, I edit those. Like, I'm we're just talking like the the food reels type of situation is right. what he's doing. Um, you are running your Instagram, correct? I am running like my you're Instagram. you're posting. I'm your, posting. Right. Yes. Um, I do have a team of girls helping me with my DMs because it's always been really, really important to me to respond to people. That's great. And uh, just because we get a lot of questions about recipes and honestly, my community is so kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for really this is – I think this has been something that has – been key to my business is the connection that I've made with my community and interacting with them one-on-one. Right. Um, And I think a lot of that has been through things like direct message and um, just really allow, like allowing that person to get a piece of me because again, they feel like on social media, you're not able to access the people you follow. Right. Right. They're like this, they, they're, we're like up there on this pedestal. And it's like, I'm, no, like yeah. I hear you, I see you, like they're giving you time in their day. I think it's so important to give it back a little bit. I mean, I know that we're giving them a lot every single day, but just to like feel a one on one connection with you, I think is really special. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm in my, I mean, I'm in my DMs to a point where it's like, I'm not reading the negative stuff. I don't bother with that. You can feel it, right? Yeah. You I, know. I, well, I won't even like, I won't even, I'll see it and I won't even, it's just, I don't engage with it. I don't engage with it. Um, at the end of the day, it's not what matters to me. And I don't, I, tr- I try so hard not to let it affect me. Sometimes it gets there, but so I don't engage with that. What I engage with is the positive content and the positive content is what I engage with. The questions I get about recipes, cause I'm getting a lot of, of recipe course. questions. Um, and at the end of the day, I always feel like it's customer service and you really like you are doing these people a service and um, you want to do it to the best of your ability and give them everything. And also, like, to the negative point, like, I don't – why why give those people the time? Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Versus the no, people no. that are sitting there telling you how much they love you. Right. No you know? one is deserving. I, I don't feed into the negative. Um, so I think that being really active on social is really key, too. It's hard, but it's key, you know? Right. And I think – but now I'm at the point where – now I'm at the point where I'm really starting to focus on business sides of things and kind of like creating the business of it. It's so important. It's a balance. No, it is. It's a balance. It is. I mean, I definitely have learned the ebb and flow of like for me, I know what I'm really good at, but I'm also 
this is my company. Like, I need to know how it runs. Right. I need to understand that is the roles. I need exactly, to understand the exactly. scope of people's work and what is ha- – like, it yes. has to be a well-oiled machine mm-hmm. or it's going – to fall apart. And you're only as good as your team. I believe you're that one. as good as I your really team. believe. And hire smarter. Hire people that are smarter at you. Smarter than you. Yes. Can I ask you how many people are on your team? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, we have about three outside family members. Okay. Everybody else was hired within the family first. So there is my mother, um, Jen, my brother Malachi. Um, and then we have also my cousin Maggie on the team as well. Amazing. Since the moment I started working in this space, one thing that I have always stayed true to is working with brands that I love, that I believe in, and that I trust. The first ever brand I ever started working with was Electric Picks. I discovered this Python necklace from Electric Picks years ago. And I wore it every single day. It was like my signature necklace. I still have it. I love it. I love pairing it with different pieces. And it really just introduced me to this brand in the most organic way. And first of all, it's female founded by an incredible founder. And All of their pieces that are amazing for stacking and styling. I love throwing a bunch of different necklaces on. They have incredible anklets and a great body chain that I love and I wear on repeat. All of their pieces come with a lifetime guarantee. And if you go to electricpicks.com and use code GOLDEN, This has been my code, you guys, since I started working with them years ago. Use code GOLDEN for 20% off. It's amazing. You will not be disappointed by these pieces. They are so great. And the collection has such a wide range of things from earrings to incredible necklaces. And like I said, anklets and body chains. So go to electricpicks.com and use code GOLDEN for 20% off. Thank you for sharing your perspective because I feel like I've been swallowed by DMs and I really, you know, it was like, I feel like I built a core connection off like, I respond, I didn't, Like I would respond to every single DM, every single mention before bed, but then it got to a point where it was like so much. Exactly. Same. Right? So I think one thing I'd love for you to share is how you navigate being very active on social media, Mm -hmm. but not giving all of your energy necessarily to the scroll. I find this very interesting. With you. Because I use social media as a tool. I don't use it as anything really but a tool. Um, I don't use it as a form of entertainment, as a form of like, I'm bored, I'm going to scroll. Um, and I always, I did start to realize at one point, like the, when I was like, and I still compare, I am not perfect. Like, I am so far from perfect, especially when it comes to like being kind to yourself and all that and things like that. But like I I saw the amount of comparison on social media that I was doing and it was just honestly, it was just too much for me mentally. Like I just like I can't mentally like not there. I can't do it. So can you expand a little bit? Do you mean necessarily watching people in the yeah. same space? Not even not even the same space. It, it, it's 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 the same space or just, you know, like people's lives. Yeah. You know, what they look like. Right. What they're wearing, you know, all of the things, mm-hmm. like superficial things that are just like, why do I care? Right. You know, and it's like also I have always been so excited about what I'm creating. And I think you feel that. And I'm, I don't have time. The bottom line at the end of the day is I really don't have time to sit there on my phone all day. And I'm already on my phone all day. I don't want to be on my phone. I want to be 
anywhere else than looking at my screen if I'm if I'm going to do something else, you know? Yes. So I just like that it's really for me also a huge time piece. It's like I have things I want to be creating. And if I'm not creating, I have people I want to be spending my time with. And that's always been more important to me. I couldn't tell you why. I think it's just something that it's always really been more important to me. And in terms of scrolling, like, I, I don't know. It was just easy for me. I was just like, I'm, yeah. I'm not into this. Right. Do you I, give yourself increments? Like, are you someone who was like, oh, maybe at this time I'll like check out a few people that you like? Because you, you follow very few people. Yeah. I follow very few people. Um, I guess. I, I mean, mean, not few, but like, I think when you look at, you know, people it's follow. Like, oh, yeah. It's not you follow, follow. Yeah. It's like in the hundreds or something right. like that. Um. And even that's like too much, honestly. <laughs> it's like, do you guys really know the thousands of people you're following? I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, no, I think like if you love to follow people, that's great. And if they're inspiring you, I think that's incredible. I watch your stories because they inspire me. Like I learn something from them. Um, you know, Chriselle Lim is someone I follow. She's a her business model. Her. The way that she runs her business. Businesses is just so inspiring to me. And I want to get excited following that kind of content. I enjoy that kind of content, content, and I'm learning from it. Right. I love to learn at the end of the day. Like, I'm, I'm a curious person, and I love to learn. Um, and if I'm just sitting there, like, comparing, comparing myself, I'm, with you. I'm not doing it. I think it's so important to really do, like, a clean out of who you're – like, a reevaluation of who you are following. This is going to sound maybe a little bit harsh, but like no, say I it. use the unfollow button a lot. Like I just don't, if someone's either making you feel bad or their content just isn't for you anymore. I listen to the Skinny Confidential. I know Lauren. Oh yeah. Lauren and Michael are the greatest. The best. And I think I love how unapologetic oh, love Lauren is. And I just think that like Look, if they're not inspiring you in some way or if the content isn't making you smile in some way or you're just kind of like, I used to maybe really enjoy this, but it, I'm sh- I've am i shifted personally. It doesn't mean that it's the person creating it or anything against that. That's so important. It's just that you personally, like, this doesn't do it for me yeah, anymore. and that's okay. And so I think, I mean, social media is so present in our lives right now. So I just feel like, you got to be aware of it because I think that it can really, I think it'd be great. I think it can be so great, such a great tool um, if it's used properly. I agree. I could not agree more. And I don't want that to sound harsh. No, like I think it's so important but. for people to become more self-aware of what they're consuming. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we live in a world where people are unhappy, not motivated, not feeling inspired. And I do think a lot of it comes down to what they're spending their time doing. And it's most of the time, more people know more about what the person they're following is wearing, doing, and not enough about themselves. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Or, or the people that they actually care about in their lives. I know. So I just think that it's, you know, it's important to follow people that you really are. They're, they're kind of... To me, it's they're giving something. And it can be even entertainment because we all need that too. Like I'm the type of person that's like anything. I, I would only follow business or, or people that were like giving me something. But it, you also need that piece of it too. So that's fine. Right. But it's just like what what is the value? Where is the value in what you're watching? Oh, yes. It's so important. Okay. You whip up. More recipe, like where does this all come from? Because like you're not watching anyone else's feed for inspiration. Like are you just like thinking of recipes in your sleep? Are you like walk me through a little bit behind your creative process and even in like your day? Like yeah, because you said your hand, like you're always in the kitchen. I'm always in the kitchen. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm in the kitchen a lot. I'm trying to be in the kitchen less just kind of like, you know, but um, always in the kitchen. I My creative process, I could never fully explain it to someone. It's it's a very – I'm with you on that. It, it's, it's just like a weird – it's like a weird thing. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I one the seasons are huge for me. I'm so inspired by the seasons. I like to cook seasonally. I think that we, but I think that we eat with our eyes. Mm. And if your food doesn't look pleasing to you, you're just not going to be like excited to eat it, it you right. know. So, um. I realized that from day one. And I think that I think that that's really key to one, not only creating good recipes, but creating recipes that people can get really excited about. And so I said, you know, before that fashion has always been a huge piece of my life. And I've always loved anything design-wise, interior design, putting things, just making things look pretty. I've always, always loved to style and make, make things look pretty. Um, so I, so I really kind of work backwards when I'm creating a recipe. I visualize it. I'm also a very visual person. Me too. Not big on reading. I know. No, I'm not I know either. it's supposed to be so good for you and everything. It's just like, <laughs> I'm not big on reading. Like, I don't know what else to say to it. <laughs> um, but well, I just, yeah. So I'm a very visual person, a visual, yeah, I'm very, and I really picture things in my head and how I want them to look and the mood I want the dish to have. I mean, I'll have like a general idea, right? Um, we want to make a salad and it's fall um, because we're going into fall and falls, my favorite season, fun little fact. See. Um, and I want to make a salad. I maybe have a few, I want it to have apples in it, right? Because it's fall. Um, and I want the, and I maybe know, like, maybe I just know it wants to have apples. It's just, I just need one thing. Right. Like, literally one thing. And I know that it's a salad, so I want it to be light, but it's fall, so I also want it to be cozy. So then I just kind of start to think about all of these elements and colors and herbs that will help me achieve this. And I just build it in my head and I build it backwards. And at this point, I mean, like, I know recipes and I know how to create a recipe. So it's it's pretty easy it to like. It comes together. It, you know, like, okay, this is what I want for the dressing. Right. And this will be good in here. And like, you know, that type of thing. But I really, I do, I kind of build it in my head. Colors can inspire a recipe or just even like a really pretty photo of a flowers for some reason do it for me. Like, mm. I like to put things together and make them look pretty and kind of like just recreate something that maybe I've seen in the universe or in that. fashion or a mood. I love to create a mood too and like really make people feel it and like, okay, this is a salad, but it's, it's still cozy. It's mm. still for fall. Um, and that's through the colors and the textures and that's kind of through the styling. I understand your creative process so much because <laughs> I'm such in like an intuitive teacher when I guide or I'm in like teaching a meditation or a flow or literally like when you walked in today and you were like, what are we doing? And I'm like, well, good thing you asked because I didn't know until two seconds ago. Yeah. Like I'm, that's just like how I build. It has I know to be. two things I want to do and the rest usually all comes from, I mean, you know, it's like, it come. You just focus on. It's like a you feeling. You can't explain it. Yeah, you, it's really hard to. You're explain. like, I don't know, really, but it works, right? <laughs> yeah. And like everybody always asks me, is like, do you have your recipes super planned out when you go into the kitchen? No, you know, yeah. like I need to be inspired that day at that time Same. to do something, and um, it's just like I I can't do it. I can't be that like you know, I'll change it at the end of the day. If I do go into it knowing like two weeks ago, I'm like, oh, I want to make this. Well, two weeks later, I don't want to make that. Right. So yeah. I'm so similar in that sense. You're a Virgo, right? I'm a Virgo. Very type A. Very type A. Very type A. And how do you, like, what do you do to manage kind of like the balance of like being this? You're so loved on social. It's amazing. Aww. Like, I feel like it, I, it is amazing. People's love is so kind. I feel like we don't get a ton of hate and I just, I'm so great. thankful for that. That's great. Yeah. But I, you know, it's, you exude something that is really hard for anyone to hate on. I, I can't oh. even imagine, but thank you. Unfortunately, I know that yes, there are the, the few. Right. Um, what do you do to take care of yourself? 
So I'm getting better at this, but I'm not a pro, okay? That's okay. And um, I mean, I will say things that I do that are rituals that I've really rituals are big for me. I will I think I will say that since I was a kid. Like I love, I'm a creature of habit for sure. Um to a fault and to like my best ability at times. Me it too. just depends what it is. Um and things that I do that I think ground me and keep me like able to be focused and work. I mean, I get up and I go for a hike almost every morning. And that's like my form mm-hmm. of a meditation. What time? I literally get out of bed. I drink warm water with lemon and I go, I know, so like whatever, but no. then I go for a hike. That's beautiful. Um, And then like you look forward to your like morning latte, right? Yes. But I do it after I hike. Wow, that's nice. I don't know why. Well, you just feel like, I mean, the mountains really give you life. It's great. And it's I'm getting my movement in. I'm getting steps in, whatever. Um, but I don't listen to podcasts when I hike. I don't listen to music when I hike. Like, it's really just a time for me to think. Mm. Um, so I think that's. I know, like, when I don't get to do that, I'm totally off the rest of the day. Yeah. So that alone is huge for me. And I will always take time in the morning. My morning and night time routines are really important to me. What do you do? I So, I mean, they're simple. But I do – they're just important time for me that I give myself that time. I don't look at my phone. I'm really good about not looking at my phone and checking in on things, especially throughout the day, which I've noticed focus-wise – it's really, really great helps. for timing. Yeah. But so I do give myself those times morning and night for like me to drink coffee, mm-hmm. to go for a hike and is like the morning and at night. Oh, and I'm big on skincare. So I'll always do my skincare in the morning. And then I just did her makeup. She really did. <laughs> She's like touching me up. <laughs> She's a pro. Like, okay. So I can't do makeup. I, I enjoy it. I love to like. In my defense, I grew up with five brothers and a mom that does not wear makeup to this day. I listen. It's not for. It was just something. I I have four sisters, so maybe it right. Was definitely, so the, uh, the that has something to do with it. You're the opposite of me. I know. Completely. Four sisters and a brother. Yeah, and you have brothers and a sister. Brothers and a sister. Yes. Um. So I would, and actually, you're gonna love this. I love putting my legs up at night. I do it every single night. I think it's one of the reasons I really started following you even more and more. Because I'm like, I did this one night and I'm like, this is game changing. (laughs) It's a game changer. As someone being who's on their feet all day long, I'm like. I know. This is beautiful. And don't you sleep better? Like people are always like, why do you do that? No matter what. So I don't know. (laughs) Though that's great. Well, that's. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm like. I don't have kids, so I don't know what that whole piece of it is like. That'll be interesting when that Should happens. I share? <laughs> so that was, I think, how we really got connected when you had tagged me originally yes. about putting your legs up the wall. And yes. I was like, oh, my God. I love putting, I mean, I do it every single night. And when I travel, like, I mean, it's just like, it's the best. You guys, put your legs up. Okay? <laughs> it reduces that inflammation and just like. You know, you're on your legs all day. Your legs feel heavy. Oh like my everything gosh. feels heavy. This increases circulation and this inversion. So maybe that's why I it's feel relaxed. Right? It brings you back down into your parasympathetic so you can rest and digest. And that's why it's really great for sleep too. And everyone always asks how long. I do it roughly 10, 12 yeah. minutes. Sometimes well, here's I'll like, my question to you. Is it bad if it's longer? Because sometimes I'm just on my phone. I'm no. just like going and And you going. feel like your legs are just going to like float down. Well, then down. they just slow down. Yeah, they just like float down yeah. because the heaviness yeah. goes away. No, you can you can do that as long yeah, so as you want. That's <laughs> to be – aside from skincare because that is like my favorite ritual and like self-care thing that I take the time to really do. A dry brush because of you. You do? I totally dry brush every single night. Oh, wow. Um, do you gua sha? I don't know how. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do one. We'll do a tutorial. It's very, it's easy um, peasy. So, skincare, and then, I mean, literally, like, it's so simple, but the legs up at night is just, I love it. Um, and those are like the things that I always, I mean, every day I'm doing those, no matter what. And um, 
other than that, though, no, I'm like simple. I do lemon water yeah, in the morning. That's great. I do my coffee. I do my hike. And I'm good. And when I'm traveling, I always try to get out in the morning because my mind is clearer when I'm when there's some kind of movement for me in the morning. Oh my God, me too. I, I just it's just my mom always taught me that when I was a kid. My mom my mom has always been a walker, one of those yeah. fast paced walkers. Oh, okay. Never an intense worker outer. Um would never run or anything like that. Just walk. Right. And this woman is in the best shape of her life. She's just like, you know, greatest mind and whatever, but like she's always walked. So I would, in order to get time with her. You would walk. I would walk with her. And so I think I've adapted that like mentality of just like getting out of movement. And then I saw what it did for my anxiety. Being someone who has such high anxiety, I feel so much better afterwards. Mm, grounding so. to nature. Yeah. And, and being outside, I don't go on the treadmill ever. And like what better place to do that than in Colorado? Like it's just so grounding. It, it used to be Ohio and Colorado is a, is quite the um, – it's a little up. It's a little better. It's a little prettier. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. I yeah. think so openly even on anxiety because I, you know, I find that it's one of those stigmas that people, you know, I, I, they don't want to talk about. Sure. And I feel like even with someone like yourself to like hear that you I still deal struggle with, with it. And me too. It was and it, I was I've been an anxious mess actually. Right? Oh my god. I think it's growth there something in no, the No, no, it's the growth in the businesses cuz <sighs> I see all the growth in in your business as well and like the growth and it's exciting, it's incredible. We love it, but it's like oh my god. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I think that yeah, there's going to be anxiety around that. Yeah, and it's change. change. Things are changing, right? Are things changing? Things are changing. Things are changing. It's change. It's definitely it's interesting because like even for myself this weekend, some things came up, and I just like got to the root of it, and I'm like, this has nothing to do with what I'm upset about. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It was just the culprit that yeah. like broke me. Right. It's like the layers. And when you add on so many layers and the weight gets too heavy, like you're going to break. That's why I am so open about feeling, you know, I feel anxious a lot. I try not to say I have anxiety anymore because then I think it's like this attachment that makes me feel as if like anxiety defines me. And while I absolutely don't think, you know, I absolutely deal with it, but I've tried not to let it like label me as mm -hmm. like, I am anxious. You know, like I do deal with anxiety. It's very present in my life and it's why I'm so... I think labels are so stupid. I want to talk about that with you because... I just think so like people are always like, oh, are you this or are you that? I'm like... I could be that one day, but I'm not that the next day. Right. So I've never focused on labels. I've never just, I've just like, it's just like whatever. Because like I, yeah, I, I having, I, I say like I have anxiety or whatever, but I don't say it like in the way that it, it, I, I actually think in a way it makes me, one, it makes me who I am mm -hmm. and it makes me stronger and it gives me something to share on how, the tools that I've used to help it. Um, and I think that, like, I, I guess I've just never let it define me in that way. Like, that's not who I am. Right. It's a part of me. It's a part of you. And it's something that I have to overcome. But as long as I'm, like, overcoming it and not letting it define me, then, like, it's like, I don't know, whatever. But I just think that we can get so hung up on these labels. Yeah. And I think that labels can really get stuck in your head. Yes. And it's, and it's like, you can change it. I've been there. I mean, I think even following you is so interesting for me because coming from the land of labels and hardcore putting your box your yourself into a box, right? And then realizing like you gotta bust out of that box because it no longer works. Um and being in a place of like real freedom with food, mm -hmm. it's like I, I think I would actually eat anything that you make <laughs> because I'm just like, oh my God. And even things that I'm like, I don't like necessarily 
eat that or want that. But I'm like, I want that, whatever it is that you're making. But the cool thing is you can adapt. No, and I have, and it's... No, no, but I even mean you can adapt the recipe to things that you... That's what I like. That's what I think about cooking. Also, people scares people just like on a quick, like, if there's something you don't like about it, just leave it out, change it, swap it in. If it doesn't work, try again tomorrow. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's not the end of the world. Is because you cook with like, I mean, I know when I watch your recipes, you cook with butter, you cook mm-hmm. with cream, mm-hmm. you cook with milk. I try to basically like, just cook. It, I really try, unless it's like a specific sweet recipe, sometimes I can really get into the sweet recipes and they can just be over the top and it's just like a go for it, you know? But otherwise, I really try to use whole ingredients. So that to me, that means ingredients that don't have a ton of other ingredients attached to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm using, I'm using, when I do use butter, I use European butter, 80% butter fat, um, what organic. One? I like Strauss. It's T R A U S. Incredible, you guys. Salted or unsalted, such good flavor. Um, but it's literally just like milk and salt. Right. Or if there is in some, it could just be milk. Um, and that has like cultures. I don't quote me on this, but it has like active cultures in it, kind of like yogurt wood or something right. like that. Um, and so it's from what I've read, <laughs> guys, I'm not a doctor, so please don't. It is. It is. A, it is actually good for you to to consume that, um, and it's it's like there's a stigma behind it that it's not. But I just bottom line here is that I can I try to use ingredients that are in their whole form that really haven't been touched. I use a ton of produce. I use a ton of herbs, um, nuts, seeds, all of those things. I do use. Yeah, I use milks. Like I'm a big. I use goat milk, but only because we have goat milk. But there are a lot of benefits to goat milk, and I think it's delicious. Um, but I would use cow's milk, you know, and I think that with nut milks, I think they're great. Nothing to, nothing against nut milks, but there can be a lot of ingredients added to them and there can also be a lot of sugar added to them. And I think that I, the one thing I will say labels are beneficial to are food. Reading Read the, the label. Don't read, oh, this is 90% fat free. Right. Or, oh, this is low sugar. Or low what, fat. Like what is, what is it, what is it replacing? Right. So. That can be a lot. That's my belief. Just my right. opinion. That can be a lot worse from you than the cow. Cal- the calories mean nothing. Nothing. Um, and count ingredients and be able to. Ex- I I I mean, like if a product. Say them. Is, if I can't say the product name, I'm like not getting that. Right. <laughs> and if there's if I look at it and the ingredient list is like because there's so many little yes. things, I just put it back. Right. So it's so interesting. We were talking. Before we sat down on the importance of having a newsletter subscriber base. And I think like coming from someone like yourself who has, it's like you see all of these people with these like massive social media followings. Can you just elaborate a little bit and share like your why behind building a website? Yes. (laughs) And getting people's information. <laughs> yes. So I think that when we start to see social, when we start to see social Instagram, when we started to see Instagram really like taking over and it, it did for a while there, it really took over everything. It was like Instagram or nothing. Right. A lot of people um, kind of let their their websites where that was what they started with. Um, and some people now that are coming up aren't even starting with a website, which I understand. It's like, well, what, why do you need it? Why do you need it? But the, the website is key. In my opinion, the website is yours. You control the website. You control what goes on the website. Um, the website comes and you can have an email list without a website, but I think your email list is going to be much, much stronger with a website. Um, with a web, with a website, you can give someone your link, hmm. not anybody else's link, your direct link, um, and you 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 have a hundred percent control. Right, you have a hundred percent control. You do not know what's going to happen with Instagram. I mean, like you things do have not, changed you recently. Do, you things do not, feel different. You do not know things have. Things feel very things different. Feel different in, very different in the social media world, right? Things feel very different. I think that TikTok has been a huge shift. And then there's like this, there's the TikTok piece of it that if you're on TikTok, that's amazing. And you've like gone viral and things like incredible, like so happy for you guys. 
But also there's this always this. What are you doing to capture? What are you doing? Your audience. Where's your longevity? Right. What are you doing to capture and keep them there longer? Is your content consistent in quality content? It's it's quality content. You need to be giving these people value, in my opinion. And um, you know, you need to be thinking about like, what if it goes away? I mean, there's been a lot of talk of TikTok just completely going away. Right. So, I know. um, and then as far as the email list, that is key. You are sending people direct messages to their inbox that they are literally hitting accepting to. And if you have a great open rate too, like you're dynamite. You just, you just truly like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, they're all changing. They're all getting bans. They're all getting new updates. They're all getting, and you just never, ever, ever know what's going to happen. And at the end of the day, you just can't rely. I've always lived it. You can't rely on anybody else but yourself. No, but yourself. So you can't rely on your, you can't rely on a, another platform to be your be all end all. Mm. You need to have your things elsewhere. Um, so keep that website. Grow yes. that email list. Grow that email list, you um, guys. That is like the most essential thing to get longevity. Get that subscriber list up. Get that subscriber list up. Well, when we started, you said you wanted my podcast episodes to be longer. Guys, so you got D- your wish. DM this chick. <laughs> tell her her podcast episodes need to be longer because they're interesting. They're good. They give value. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I always close every episode with some rapid fire questions. Okay. So I'm going to ask you five quick ones. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Hiking. Love. What motivates you when you're feeling down? My family. I knew you were going to say that. That was my first like gut reaction. What's your end-all, be-all self-care ritual? Legs up. Legs <laughs> up the wall. Or skincare. I mean, I kind of got to say skincare. That's okay. I thought skincare. But, but it's kind of skin. I love skincare. Well, this could actually be. Simple skincare. What's your cult favorite beauty product? Oh, oh, like what's your yeah? You I gotta have it. a good vitamin C. I feel like. Ooh, what do you love? And I love Dr. Barbara Storm's Hyaluron. Mm. We love Dr. Barbara Storm. We love love her and her daughter. They do my workouts too. I just love them. They're uh, so adorable. Also, I was supposed to go to their NYC store this trip, and I missed it. It looks beautiful. I can't wait to go next time. I know. Time. I I'll have to back. go too. I have to go see it too. What does moving with heart mean to you? To me, I think it means thinking thinking about the people you're surrounding yourself with and the people that you're influencing and really moving it in a way that brings happiness. I even since I'm following you and my mom too, like what are you doing in someone else's day that could maybe bring them make them happier? Like put a smile on their face. How can you put a smile? It's like smiling. Moving with heart is smiling looking at things with a bright, because that's something I need to work on. Looking at things always like glass has full and empty. You're just if that makes any sense. sweetie. It does make sense. And you are just, you're incredible. Oh, I've you. loved our time together. Well, I love I getting you to know, know you. You've helped me quite a bit too, and you will continue to. Well, thank you. It's I'm like so honored that you took time out of your day, your busy time being in New York to be here with me today and wouldn't have been anywhere else I'm so excited for just like for you for all that's to come and to like many future times of being together I hope you guys enjoyed that episode god I have to say it still feels so good to share that the evolution of the MWH platform is finally here And we are giving you so much more on the platform with your membership. We have a very special offer for our Move With Heart listeners. We've never done this before. For new members, in addition to your seven-day free trial, we are giving your first entire month for free. That's another 30 days free. You guys, we never do this. All you have to do is head to melissawoodhealth.com and use code MOVEWITHHEART all lowercase, no spaces when you sign up for a monthly membership. Let me tell you, if you did not know this already, MWH now offers so much more. I cannot emphasize that enough in every category 
to help guide you in both movement and meditation so you can feel not only your absolute best in your body, but most importantly, in your mind. So don't forget to get your first month free. Use code MOVEWITHHEART when you sign up for a monthly membership at melissawoodhealth.com and follow me on Instagram at melissawoodtepperberg and MWH at melissawoodhealth on Instagram and TikTok. I cannot wait to see you all on the mat.